three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is hunter and oh my god a scott has been sighted scott how you doing bud the scott appears I, uh, I, that's probably my favorite intro by the way you you know you you really get the back the hairs on the back of my neck to stand up for that one well that's what i'm always going for and i guess i said your name three times because you <laughs> you appeared but, but yeah i'm like a like an abracazam where it's, I'm like a rare Pokemon. I'll only come out every once in a while, but I'm holographic, so I'm collectible. Oh, God, you are a nerd. I love you so much. Be reference, but I will take the Pokemon reference as well. But, <laughs> but uh, we, so we're here talking about uh, Sicario Day Dose. of the. What, what was it? The Solardio? Yeah, the Day of the Soldaldo. Soldaldo, pardon me. It So. I didn't see... So this is... Oh, God. This has made me a really sad thing about it. This is the second time I've never... Uh, I've sat in on a review that I have, for a movie I haven't seen. Uh, the other was It, because fuck clowns. But <laughs> I uh, but I just had the biggest migraine today, guys. So I apologize. I was not uh, able to see this. I'll probably end up seeing it here before it leaves theaters. But um, kind of some backstory on this. So Scott probably for about three or four months, was saying, guys, we should review Sicario. We should review Sicario when it came out on uh, Blu-ray. And we're kind of just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. And Scott finally got real aggressive with us. He's like, guys, we need to review Sicario. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And so I went into the movie kind of going like, all right, let's watch this Scott movie. And, <laughs> and when we review Sicario, which is... Way back in the archives, but you should definitely check that, seek that review out. I, one of the first things I said was, Scott, I'm sorry, we should have reviewed this a long time ago. It's one of the best films. It was one of my favorite films of that year. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the hell of that movie. Yeah, that was, um, I think, top five for me that year. Yeah, I remember you loved it. So, this is a prequel. Is that correct? Um, No, I believe this is a sequel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, this is... um. This is post uh, Sicario One events, so you you're kind of uh, familiar with the main characters, and they continue on this like real similar story path. Um, a lot, you know, having to do with the cartel in in Mexico and stuff like that. So I gotta ask you, man. I know how much you love the first one. You love that movie. D- <laughs> Before you kind of get to like, like, because I'm trying to think of how to say it without you just giving out your grade. Was this movie at least necessary? Um, I would say yes. Uh, okay. I, I think that this is a movie one that I wanted to see, um, just based on the first one, and I think with the the buzz that you get for that first one, um, maybe as underrated as it was, uh, I think. It, it was, it, you know, I, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it, and I think it was necessary, um, if not for the sole fact of putting 
um, Benicio back on on the screen. Like, why why not have him um, run this run another movie? Is he was such a complete ba- badass in the first one, and that's was primary like my primary uh, interest in this one is seeing him back there and just tearing shit up again. He he really did just go. So it's it's kind of funny to see the collector and Thanos uh, team up together, right? Like just you've kind of seen the poster. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, that, well, that's a, that's a that's a great point because like in every movie, you just have these attachments with certain actors and actresses where even if they're playing a completely different role, you're like, oh, that's Hawkeye. Like, duh. Like, what is he doing in this movie? Or that is Thanos. Like, he should be trying to take over the universe. Yeah, so I mean, so it's funny to see them like work together, and so so are they, are they still taking down cartels? Like, what's kind of the plot for this? So basically, um, yeah, Mexican cartels is less of the main storyline of this. Um, they are really trying to bring current events into play into this, uh, highlighting okay. some of the. Uh, terrorist attacks and things like that um so it starts off with that where you see uh, a couple of hits basically in the united states of suicide bombers for um for the most part and come to find out they've been um to get to the united states they're being smuggled through mexico so that's kind of the connection and new twist that they're putting on this one is um to kind of to connect these characters uh the DEA agent um, uh, Josh Brolin plays, and then this sort of mercenary type character that Benicio del Toro plays. Um, they're they're able to connect those those two characters to the second movie, where um, they're they're the cartel is smuggling these terrorists in the United States, and um, they're on the case basically. Um, what the the twist that they throw into this is that. Um, they use, um, one of the, the cartel's kingpin's daughter, uh, as collateral damage, basically. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The entire, most of this movie is the capture of her, um, under the, the guise of, of a cartel. They're, you know, they, they don't want the Mexican government or the cartel to think that the United States is involved in this at all. So kind of an undercover type operation where they capture her um, to increase tensions um, within the cartels in Mexico and kind of shake things up, basically. Um, and it, what ends up happening um, throughout it is uh, Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro, what... You know, you saw a lot in the first one of them just being completely ruthless. Um, you see, you know, maybe a more, uh, I don't want to say passionate side, but um, forgiving, maybe, um, with, with, with a dash of ruthless. I think that that may be something that softened this movie up for me um, as far as my overall grade, but... Uh, the way they went about it was very similar to the first one. Uh, when it comes to cinematography, great shots of Mexico and the you know the landscape. Um, so at one point they um, 
pick up the girl and are moving her to the United States, basically, so the cartel wouldn't try to kill her while while they had her. Um, turns out, uh, as always, the Mexican police is you know not not on the same page, and they try to shoot everything everybody up on on the way there. Um, the girl escapes. Benicio del Toro goes after her, and then through that, there's a bit of a connection that is established. Um, and, and he basically is just trying to get her out of there um, and into the United States where it's safe. And um, Josh Brolin is kind of on the outside looking in more of like the U.S.'s uh, primary controller of this situation and is a bit torn on um, when they get to a certain point of whether or not uh, what to do with this girl, basically. So a um, lot of lot of running, a lot of, uh, you know, high, high tense, you know, intensity moments. Um, but, you know, to on, on the contrast of that, uh oh! Here it comes. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it's a bit it's a little bit slower moving. I would say than the first one. Um, the first one was a little bit more intentional. Uh, this one there was um, a bit more mm, theatrical effects uh, as far as you know the storytelling aspects of it and from scene to scene. Um, but it, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I really, I like. I said, Brolin is always great. Um, Benicio is uh, a badass again in this one, and it really kind of picks up where the other one left off. I think you know you would probably have to see the first one to completely understand this. And that and, was my next question. Yeah, I, yeah, because um, the. The connection that Benicio del Toro has to the cartels and things like that, um, if if you already know about that, then there there aren't a ton of holes. It's not like they go through and re-explain what happened in the first one. There's no you know recap basically. So his whole situation where he killed that kingpin's entire family at the end of the last movie. Um, which was insane. And oh, yeah, like by the pool. Yeah, they're just sitting there having dinner, basically. Um, and so knowing that and his background, essentially, it, I think it would have it definitely... You might have had some questions, I think, if you watched this one. Um, but you get, get the general idea. I mean, he's, they're, they're capturing somebody, some high-ranking uh, cartel member's daughter and they're after them and it's a back and forth and yeah, it's, it, it's definitely intense. And, um, I, I liked it. I, I love the tone of these. There's a certain kind of intensity in scenes that aren't intense that both of these, these actors bring, um, where it's, it's a bit of unpredictability and you even know whenever, the Mexican feds or the, the Mexican police are involved. Someone could be part of the cartel that you don't know about. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thriller. Um, but I think it's, it lagged in certain points and, um, I, I would say that it's not better than the first one, but it's, okay. I w- it, but it's recommendable. I would absolutely recommend it. So I got to ask you about a couple people, uh, just cause I've had a thing for her for forever. Uh, 
Catherine uh, Catherine Kinner's in it. Yeah. Uh, since how? Yeah, Cynthia. Yeah, so she is, I believe, uh, part of the FBI. Um, she's just more of like a coordinator, um, overseer, essentially, of the, this mission. This kind of under uh, under wraps mission. Um, okay. She's not really a huge role player in this one, um, I, and I think it was. It's just kind of a bit unnecessary. I think they 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 had to have that bureaucratic touch, and that was her. Um, and then let's see. There there is another kind of side story to this um, that I really like about these movies. They kind of tell one story here and one story there, and then by the end they end up connecting uh, one of the young kid in Texas that is essentially recruited by the cartel. And you see his kind of development and how he knows Benicio. And, and it all kind of comes together at the end, which is a really nice touch to it. But um, I believe it's, um, what is his name? Miguel is his name. Um, Elijah Rodriguez. He plays kind of this young kid that is, like I said, recruited and... Um, has some tough choices to make throughout, obviously. Um, kind of gets sucked into the game. And y- you come to find out his connection with Benicio. And, like, some some young kid who, who wants to be a badass, who wants to be Sicario. And the end scene is Benicio having him in a room being like, oh, so you want to be Sicario, do you? Basically. Um, and then the door shuts, and that's the end of the movie. So Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, you, you get introduced to a few new characters. Um, I know one gripe was Emily Blunt was not in this one. Which apparently they already said they want her back for the third one. So get, just well, to I think they that. should. Absolutely. They think they should. Um, and, and she added a element of, um, shock and awe. Um, yeah. You, you could kind of put yourself in her shoes. Of she more was of the like audience. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was the audience. And especially that opening scene of the first one where they find all those bodies in the house. And there's like, you know, another explosion post, you know, post raid. You really kind of get that um, intensity. And, and she definitely does play the audience in that. So you, I think you lose a little bit. I would admit that. I think I would agree with that criticism. And... <clears throat> You know, Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro are this movie, and um, if if those characters are are ones that you really enjoyed in the first one, I think you're going to really enjoy this one too. Um, let me ask one more question before I get your grade: Is this action wise? Is this more intense than the first one? I would say no. There's only okay. there's probably a few uh, action packed scenes, but it's more of an emotional thriller than it is a, an action movie. Um, you will get the firefights and a lot of the cartel involvement in a lot of that, but not really the high-speed chases and the explosions. Um, they'll, they'll, they pepper it in, but nowhere near what happened in the first one. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, Scott, my friend, great. What you got? Uh, this one, uh, like I said, I think it, I think it came... Came out just uh, just below the first one. Um, I think I would give this a solid B plus. Okay. Um, something that I would watch again. I think I want to watch it again because I feel like there have been there may have been some things and connections to the first one that I might have missed. 
Um, and then even just talking about the first one right now makes me want to see it again. So uh, that, that should tell you something. Um, but yeah, it's it's always worth it to me to see Benicio uh, on the screen. So go check it out. It's it's worth seeing. Um, no, probably not going to be my favorite movie of the summer, but it was in, in completely entertaining. Absolutely. Okay, perfect, man. Um, now, I know you said how it ends. Now, do you feel like it sets up, like it gives you enough that you go, oh yeah, third one, absolutely. Right. They, so, there was a bit of a twist that I'm not going to spoil. Um, okay. And um, I don't, that obviously lends itself to, if it would have gone one way, then there would be little chance that there would be another one. But the way that it went, it didn't really foreshadow anything, but if they wanted to, I, 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 I think that there's a way to add another one to this. And if they do involve Emily Blunt again, then hell yeah, like the more the merrier. I think that's something I would see as well. But I think really when it comes down to it, the expectations of that first one were, were so weren't low where they were just it kind of came out of nowhere and, and just really surprised me of how great it was um this one maybe my expectations were a little bit higher and it didn't quite follow through on it but i i definitely had a great time watching it okay perfect well dude i think worth like the price worth worth the price of admission for sure okay so i'm so did you see this at like uh the evening or like afternoon or uh, afternoon showing um, wasn't a super packed theater, um, but it, I think it's this would be one that I would recommend seeing in the theater while you still can because um, there's kind of these oh, this musical overtone that is playing throughout that I don't think you would get if you saw it at home. Okay, fair enough. Okay, damn. Um, by the way, they do have. Um, I ordered Sicario in 4K uh, for 4K Blu-ray. I'm really excited to watch that because I was going through, um, actually, I think Amazon, I think they might still be running it. So go online real quick and see, but it's, you can buy a select three 4K Blu-rays for, uh, you get three of them for 50 bucks. So, uh, yeah, if you have a 4K Blu-ray player, go get on that shit because, yeah. Um, but Sicario, man, I, I, I dig the movie and I'm excited to, to rewatch it, but, uh. Guys, what do you think of the Sicario sequel? I'm I'm happy that it was good because I was kind of like, oh, I hope they don't fuck it up. And right, yeah. right, and then especially you coming off the high of that first one, you're like, that was an exciting movie and super intense. And you know, I think you, you could criticize this one and be say that it's not that way, but like, go see it. There's no reason to not see this one. Fair enough. But uh, guys, let us know what you thought of the movie. You can follow us here on Facebook. At, well, we're not on Facebook right now, but you can follow us on Facebook. You can probably we, find us somewhere on Facebook. You probably could. <laughs> uh, like, uh, follow us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow our buddy Colin. We miss you, buddy. Uh, at uh, The Real, R E E L O'Neill. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. And you can find us on Podbean, uh, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and Google Play at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up for Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, this upcoming weekend, along for a review of uh, Red Sparrow, which I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. Spoiler, <laughs> Hunter loved it. 
I exactly, exactly, absolutely loved it. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.